from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast So while I'm walking sometimes I'm getting quite bad pain and I wrote noticed whenever I'm finding that difficulty is getting more then suddenly i'm finding somebody is coming doing something or telling me something that is removing the difficulty meri jo behan hai usko chhole bhature bahut acche lagte hain to duniya ke sabse acche chhole bhature banate hain to maine socha main bhi seekh lo aapne bharat chodo yatra ko samarthan diya apna pyar diya apni shakti di iske liye main bahut abhari hu The Congress's Bharat Jodo Yatra began on the 7th of September in Kanyakumari. The website for the rally says it seeks to address rampant unemployment and inflation, the politics of hate and division, and the over-centralization of India's political system. But there's little doubt that the rally is also really about Rahul Gandhi, who was formerly president of the party. As he's walked across 12 states, Rahul Gandhi has been seen interacting with people, running and giving speeches. There have been prominent personalities from all walks of life who've participated in the rally. People who've participated in the rally have spoken on social media and in the media about their positive experiences with the rally and Rahul Gandhi. However, political scientists have pointed out that a rally with little political action to accompany it may amount to little. In his weekly column for the Times of India, Future Brand CEO Santosh Desai wrote about what he believes has worked for the Bharat Jodo Yatra and what hasn't. As the rally ends on the 30th of January, my colleague Jairaj Singh and I spoke with Santosh Desai about just how much the Bharat Jodo Yatra revamps the brand of Rahul Gandhi. We discuss what walking over 3000 kilometers changes about Rahul Gandhi's brand. We also discuss what he needs to do to build on the gains he might have made and also how long will the gains made from this rally really last. Mr. Desai to start with could you talk about how much a politician's brand um, sort of defines them and how much does it matter even in the current day well i certainly is important that you know a politician's brand i think uh, in fact more so in the current day where you know in, in a sense virtually everybody today has the potential to be a brand and anybody in the public uh, eye really really gets decoded as a brand yeah, whether it's deliberate or not and the leader therefore plays uh, you know persona image plays a huge role in in determining the fortunes of uh, you know the political party that he or she may be coming from you see that in the case of mr modi i mean uh, the, the 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 enormous influence that he carries and the weight that he carries as a result of his popularity in a certain sense you know a brand is nothing but a you know in its simplest form it's a pattern of expectations that you begin to have about anything right so anybody in the uh, who is in the public eye who performs any any public acts and that's so repeatedly will there will be an impression that will be formed i mean you, you don't have to set about building a brand just by virtue of your being in the public eye and doing things in a certain way there is a narrative that gets built around you and and that narrative you can shape it or you cannot i mean it's up to you whether you want to do that or not and it is not always what you intend it to be but willingly a narrative does get formed and and obviously politicians try their their level best to try and manage that narrative so that that is uh, to their advantage 
Well, here's a politician who has disassociated his movement from any specific election and he's talking about a larger, deeper transformation of our political culture, of our society, of our imagination. I think that's a great thing. In a previous episode, we had Swara Bhaskar who was in the Bharat Jodo Yatra and she spoke of how she was happy with the Padyatra because it tied into bigger concepts rather than electoral politics, which were taking place exactly around the same time. Yet, every political expert says otherwise that it should have tied in more with the electoral politics. It shouldn't have ignored it either. How do you view that sort of conscious detachment of this Yatra from electoral politics, which one would say is the task of a political party. Yeah, so I'm I'm not convinced by that argument. One could imagine it uh, to be valid if if uh, Rahul Gandhi had many other opportunities to make an impression. In fact, there is a narrative around him which is not desirable. There are not that many opportunities that he has to change uh, that narrative. And here was a very big initiative where he was actually putting in an enormous amount of personal effort. Uh, yeah, it got uh, on the whole extremely positive and warm kind of uh, reviews, and, and the reception it got has has been you know has been good. And therefore, to not use it for specific political ends, given the situation that he personally and the Congress Party is in, I mean, is an act of either extreme high-mindedness or extreme naivete. More than naivete, actually, it's an Again, I think it comes back to the old narrative of not really wanting to enter the, the, the dust and grime of, of politics that matters. And I think in, in Rahul Gandhi's case, that is a recurring theme, which is the fact that, you know, it's, it's very high-minded and it's very noble. But it, the question is eventually it must serve his and his party's ends. And by not engaging uh, in, in the electoral side of things, I think, uh, you know, that's an opportunity missed. Mr. Desai, Sean of politics, what do you make of his brand image, this this brand image that had been cultivated over time of being a papu or um, somebody not to be taken seriously? Has that affected a change? It's, you know, images rarely change overnight, particularly the ones that have been formed over time and have been reinforced. Whether justifiably or otherwise, I mean, you know, different people will have a different view on it. But the fact of the matter is that it has it has taken root. It's not just something that has, uh, you know, happened overnight. So to change it overnight is not easy. If you were to look at the elements that would go towards or what is it that would go towards helping change that image, then an action like that, which is serious, which calls for this real kind of hard work. I mean, you can't fake this. And in a certain sense, I think it is help. I mean, this... Part of what you're asking me is help by eschewing overt political sort of, of an overtly electoral kind of theme because it allows him to focus on a more human side to, to himself and which has been, you know, which has, I think, been an advantage. But I certainly don't believe that, that his image has changed as a result of this. I think what it has happened is that if now he were to continue, eventually brands are, like I said, a pattern of actions. It's not a one-time thing. So if unless this translates into a more serious engagement with politics, a more regular you know, engagement where you are not a part-time politician, where you are not running off every few months and disappearing from public eye, I mean, all those things need to happen. This is a good first step, but that's all it is. But do we know something more about him after this yatra? 
maybe not knowledge, but do do we feel that we we have a better sense of the person? I I do think we do. It's not as if we know facts about his life any better. This is not a confessional sort of a an exercise. He's not he's not talking to us in that sense. But we see him as a spontaneous, uh, warm uh, person. It was always believed that he was a nice guy, nice but ineffectual. But but now I think there is a, because of the fact that you know he's somebody who's actually really done the hard work. Uh, also, his beard helps him to that extent. It, you know, it adds when you look at images; those these things matter. It gives him a certain age. It gives him, therefore, the whole idea of being, you know, a perpetual newbie uh, in politics, out of sorts uh, uh, with with the political stage. I think all of those uh, it it helps to modify those uh, sentiments. Before the padyatra started, you had this whole election. Uh, for the Congress president, at the end of the yatra, we've reached a stage where it's almost entirely about Rahul Gandhi, and he's really not anything within the Congress except an MP from Vyanad right now. So, does that then dent even the Congress when it claims that it's beyond the Gandhis? Well, I think the only thing you can say to Congress's credit is the fact that nobody believed that in any case. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it was kidding itself if it really believed that you know, you know that, that the absolute sham election. Uh, that it that it convinced anybody that that uh, you know uh, the Congress was uh, looking beyond Gandhi, and this is your whole classic you know having your cake and eating it too. It just so f- close on the heels of having an apparent election where you have an, somebody anointed the leader, and then you take the limelight away from that person and absolutely become synonymous again as you always were perhaps. But to me, is classic, you know. Uh, Gandhi family action undermine almost immediately what you have uh, you know set out to to create yourself. I mean it's 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 difficult to see it in any other way. If you then were to consider Rahul Gandhi as a brand, and it, it's sort of like a smaller brand sort of usurps the company itself, right? And does that work well for a a bigger brand like say the Congress when someone else is just constantly making it about themselves? Well, honestly speaking, like I said, you know, it's a eventually it is a pattern of expectations, and now it is difficult to think of what the Congress stands for. Whether you agree with the BJP or not, you know what they stand for. There is a very clear pattern that is established. But when it comes to Congress, loose welfareism, in uh, a manner of speaking, when you look at the, the the states that are governed by the Congress, are they offering anything? That is concrete. Is Gelot's Rajasthan any different from Rajesh Rajasthan? Very difficult to say. I mean, for whatever you say about the Amadi Party, if you were to look at their the government in Delhi, it there is a certain you know a characterizing kind of set of actions that set it apart from from uh, you know other parties. What are the characterizing set of actions that that are associated today with with the Congress? To answer the question. I think the Congress Party is ironically a very old, you know, institution which is at the same time today a weak brand. Uh, by weak brand, I mean it does not have a coherent set of images around it. It is defined by what it is not or what it was, rather than what it is. And therefore, Rahul Gandhi, in that sense, is not usurping uh, the image of the party. I mean. That's the only image the Congress today has is the Gandhis. Beyond the Gandhis, if you want to say 
take Gandhi's away, what is the Congress? You know, what does it represent? All, everything that will be said in answer to that will be in the past tense. Mr. Desai, uh, from uh, Rahul Gandhi's Yatra, one can clearly see that he has he's trying to create an ideological divide. He's trying to ascertain an ideological divide that is engulfed in the country. And, and he seems to have found newer supporters that he wouldn't have otherwise sort of been privy to from the Latians' bungalow that where he dwells. Can you uh, tell us a bit more about that? I think certainly he has taken a position uh, which which uh, in today's times is an you know is at the heart of the ideological divide and and by taking a position he, he in, in that sense he attempts to stand for something i'm not so sure about the new supporters you know to the ideology at a personal level he may have persuaded some people who were skeptical about him to be you know less skeptical or or more accepting of him but i am skeptical about the power of the Bharat Jodo as an idea. There is a small minority to whom it really is preaching to the converted. It really is something that you really want somebody to say. And you therefore are very, very happy that, that Rahul Gandhi is saying it. But if you take a colder, harder look at, at what that translates into, this is see, the problem with the majoritarian kind of a, a, a bias is the fact that the majority does not suffer. For a large part of the majority, for them to vote for somebody, because they will discriminate less against somebody else is not a comp necessarily a compelling proposition. Two things I will say. One, I am not convinced that it is a it has mass appeal at the level at which elections need to uh, work. And secondly, it is not demonstrated by Congress governments anywhere. Rahul Gandhi, you have to say that I 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 have to say that through this yatra, one other thing that's happened is you have this sort of metaphysical transformation of Rahul Gandhi that he himself cites as having taken place, where we are told that a previous version has vanished, there's an emergence of a new version. For one, how do you view that? And, you know, what are the perils of a personal brand if you're just going to keep reworking it where every five years you say, now I'm a different person? In a sense, it's a classical, mythical kind of a thing. You know, you go on a long journey that transforms you. But the, that the idea of the you know, I mean, people traditionally in the 60s and 70s used to come to India and then claim that they were changed, right? The idea of a, of a journey uh, being transformational is a classic kind of a, uh, an idea. So, you know, the, the problem, of course, in his case is like, as, as you said, you know, he's been doing this very often. And beyond a point, you know, if you need to change that often, then there's something fundamentally wrong with you. But that being said, I think in this case, I do feel that just because of the sincerity of the effort, I do think that it, there is a greater chance of this helping his cause than otherwise. There is a seriousness that is implicit in the action and it's very physical. It's not words, you know, it's, it's somebody doing something. It's interesting that you just pull back a little that, that the, the, it's the BJP that has 
normally understood the the power of of physical action so from the shakha onwards the, the the notion of when you get involved physically you get committed much more than otherwise and and the act of taking undertaking a punishing physical sort of a a journey like this i think has an effect at a deeper level than 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 otherwise so so to my mind in that sense i think it has been good for his brand i don't think the fact that this is the whatever n plus 1th uh you know brand uh, restaging uh, that he has done i don't know if that people would hold against him this time but as uh, far as rahul gandhi goes there seems to be a larger picture that he seems to be setting you know a a, a broader vision which is beyond himself which looks at what an india should be is that what he's trying to do yes i think that is that i, I think that would be fair to say that that is what he's trying to do clearly he has postponed you know uh, an electoral kind of perspective he is kind of you know moved beyond it and and i don't find it difficult to believe at all that 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 you know he has something larger and grander in mind when when he sets out to do this uh the, the question i have is the fact that he is not really in a great place to bring about that kind of transformation he doesn't have the credibility when a gandhi went on a yatra across the country or a, you know there is when you have that momentum behind you then it can genuinely be transformation the intent to be transformational does not necessarily is not self fulfilled i mean it, it it needs certain other circumstances for it to happen and the other my other sort of question and and perhaps critique is the fact that rahul gandhi keeps doing this he is the eternal student like i have said in my piece where he wants to go back and start from ground up his whole doomed kind of a youth congress uh, sort of which his idea of grand vision was the fact that you know unless we reform the next generation which is all very fabulous on paper but you know it, it he put years into it without it going anywhere similarly the idea of starting when you are faced with such a dire and immediate problem to begin your exercise on a grand lofty thing which may or may not pay off and will do so in decades to come or at least couple of election cycles it depends i mean you can call it admirable you can call it foolish i mean it it you know both are in partly true it is admirable and it is foolish both are true in your piece you also write about the fact that a lot of the criticism against rahul gandhi ranging from his attire to say him embracing women on the rally and things like that have been stuck for one uh, why would you say that given it's almost been a constant din through this whole yatra the reason why i would say that is looking at the reaction to it looking at the reaction to it you find that you know some it's very easy sometimes to for it to then crystallize and harden into into ridicule and and which is what has happened in the past right this time around i think because of the fact that there is particularly when it comes to attire i think there is the there is no question because the absurdity of the argument has, has is sort of self revealing meaning it, you don't need to you know try too hard and also it feels desperate it feels desperate and, and it's something that clearly the nervousness is showing i think in this case that's what is happening is the fact that you know it's it's possible to see that here it comes out of a, a certain amount of envy and jealousy rather than actually uh, rahul gandhi providing fodder for for attack so that therefore i believe that it hasn't really started how long does this sort of teflon yeah. coating that he enjoys how long do you see it lasting again it depends on what he does next 
because otherwise it lasts as long as the yatra lasts i mean tomorrow the bjp is very very will be very keen to do the same old pappu kind of a story they will be looking for examples for the same oldness of of uh, rahul gandhi so i think it's very important for him to be careful if he believes that this is an exercise that is done and dusted now we can go back to you know whatever he was doing then that would be the biggest mistake he could make because th- that's what recasting a brand means it's good to start with something that is impactful but unless you keep it up all the gains will be lost very very easily because the older narrative is so strong that the same old pappu will will surface the moment something goes wrong so now it's up to him to try and keep you know there is no teflon anymore but but he can sustain this if he, if if uh, uh, his next actions kind of are in line with what he has started off with can you illustrate a few points which now rahul gandhi must uh, sort of think about post his yatra i think one is that if he is serious about this being his uh, you know the the crux of his ideological position then he has to ask himself as to how does he demonstrate his commitment to this and how do the congress governments in different states live up to this so now he they got himachal so what happens in himachal what is the difference that they are offering how do his public pronouncements whenever there are provocations of this kind how do they stack up what is he willing to put on the line uh to stand up for this ideological belief how do you start a you know a movement going how do you for instance do a college level movement where you have a whole lot of young people coming forward and and signing up for some an idea like this i mean essentially it needs for something like this to work it needs to generate momentum it needs to become entrenched uh, at a mass level it, you have other people echoing this not just rahul gandhi it now if if he continues to be the sole kind of a torch bearer of this then it is not very helpful people from other walks of life need to come forward like they have and, and associate themselves with the yatra you need more people but more people who have a mass uh, you know uh, who are connected to the ground so i think i essentially it is about living this promise and uh, in as many ways as he can and creating a sense of a movement easier said than done but i if in terms of what next and how does he keep this going those would be the ways to look at it so for all practical purposes we are in an election year you've got this sort of reworked version of rahul gandhi you have this version of narendra modi that the bjp says is untouched and has been unblemished right. by all the criticism that's happened uh, right. you know what does a sort of reworked personal brand like this kind when it takes on a sort of market leader what right. does it need to like get ahead or even like just draw even if i had to imagine conversations within the congress rahul gandhi has written off the 2024 I mean, if I had to imagine that, I mean, I have no uh, idea, but I'm just saying that none of his actions suggest that 2024 is on on his horizon. You might see a sort of a uh, this as a sort of a beta testing kind of a uh, you know is is what I think this is to say that is this picking up traction in any way? I think they will be looking for signs that there is some traction that this has got, but I, I don't think this is a this is a 2024 election focus at all. this is a 2029 uh, election focus is there a message that rahul gandhi has sent to his own party with this yatra he has sent a message that perhaps uh, needed to be sent at a certain level which is about his own seriousness uh, you know which i think is important 
also i think the other very important uh, message that needed to be sent was about his continued utility see right now increasingly the utility of the gandhis is that they are the only leadership that the congress can have which will not tear the party apart they are a glue by default because nobody else will be allowed to take that role in a meaningful sense not because they bring anything necessarily they don't bring money now they don't bring votes their personal charisma does not win them votes the only thing they get is the fact that they are the presumptive leaders and so nobody else as long as they are there the party is held together because all the other contenders kind of cancels each other out i think what this does is that if it delivers a certain amount of heft to his political presence then i think what does happen is that he starts becoming a factor internally and more than uh, you know what he is currently which is he has the power to say no but he doesn't have the power to do anything and even at the state level look at gelot and how there was open defiance you know and, and there was nothing that uh, rahul gandhi could do because he has no leverage i think it gives him some leverage over the party if indeed this translates into into uh, significant gains in image Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at typodcast@timesinternet.in.